0: Welcome to the Mastery Over Money podcast. My name is Michael Kim, and I'm a wealth coach, future CPA, and creative at heart. My mission is to help young professionals such as yourself have mastery over your money and start living a life of financial freedom. Not only will I teach you how to save, invest, make, and maximize your money, but I'll also transform the way that you think about it. At the end of the day, money management is a skill And when you have mastery over it, you can create anything. Are you ready? Awesome, let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to this Instagram Live and the Mastery Over Money podcast. I'm so, so excited to be back here. I have been on a little bit of a hiatus because a few weeks ago I went to Hawaii and was also dealing with some family stuff. So I am so, so excited to bring back this Instagram Live. Uh, Just as a little announcement, so I did a rebrand of my business. So I went from calling my business Life Planting, to now rebranding it to Michael Lee Kim, which is just my personal name and my personal brand. And because of this, there's going to be some changes moving forward. So one of the things is that I'll be starting to do these Instagram Lives every single week at 8 o'clock p.m. And these Instagram Lives are really here just to allow me to get to talk to you guys and to help you guys out. The purpose of it is so that I can talk about a topic that you guys need help with, and you can also feel free to ask me any questions live, and I can answer them um, live. So if you guys are here, feel free to say hello, and also uh, give me a wave, uh, and let me know if you have any questions. I'll also be reposting this Instagram Live or the audio of it on the Mastery Over Money podcast. So if you ever want to re-listen to the replay, then feel free to check it out on either Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. So hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back. It is nice to be back here. Okay, so today we are going to be talking about how I built a 100K investment portfolio. And this is a topic that you guys really wanted me to talk about so a few days ago I posted uh, three different topics and every single week I'm going to be doing this and this is the topic that was most desired so that's the reason why I'm talking about it today. And a few months ago, I hit this milestone of creating my first 100K investment portfolio. This is the first time I've been able to do this for myself, and I wanted to share with you exactly how I've been able to create this investment portfolio, as well as how you can do this as well. So let's get into it today. So the first thing I want to talk about is what this 100k investment portfolio means, right? I think a lot of times we can just look at money and be like, oh, okay, that's you know great to have a lot of money or good to have a million dollars. But what does this 100k investment actually mean? Well, the thing is, is that this amount of money can mean different things for different people, right? It this amount of money can be used for different purposes depending on how you want to actually use it. So, for example, for some people, this this 100k investment can actually be a down payment for their house, right? Or for some other people, this 100k investment can be, let's say to save up for higher level tuition or education. For me, the reason why I decided and I wanted to create and have a 100K investment portfolio is so that I could use this amount of money to as another source of passive income. So my investment portfolio is able to generate typically around a two. I so because I I'll talk about it later, but my investment portfolio is able to generate passive income for me. So I get income around a few hundred bucks, around 500 to a 1,000 bucks every single month. And the reason why I wanted this is because in the future, in, in the very near future, in the next few months, I'll be going full-time in my business, and I wanted to have another source of income that I could rely on, not just on my business. And this is the reason why I... Wanted to create a 100K investment portfolio for myself. And the thing that I wanted to share with this is that this amount of money just represents freedom. The ability to use this money for whatever purpose or whatever thing that you want. Whether that's buying a house, being able to create another source of income, or maybe you want to retire early. This is something that you can use in order to achieve and create that lifestyle that you want for yourself. And this is re- the reason why I'm talking about how I was able to build this 100K investment portfolio and how you can as well. Okay, so let's talk about how I actually built this portfolio in about two to three years. So I graduated school in 2019 from the Ivy Business School, where I studied accounting and finance, and I was pretty much able to get a job immediately after graduating. So I started working and starting to make money for the first time back in 2019, around September 2019. And the thing is, is that I do want to share that before this time, I had literally zero dollars in savings. And I think a lot of people can relate because every single dollar that I had from internships, from my business, from, um, you know, part-time jobs that I had in university went 100% into paying off my tuition. So when I, by the time I graduated school, I actually had zero dollars. I had no, no money at all. And I was just like starting from scratch. So that is an important key thing that I wanted to share, that in 2019, I really did start from scratch. I know some people, they have, you know, you know savings and, you know, they've been working and saving before, but for myself, I had to really start from ground zero as soon as I graduated because every single dollar that I had had to go into paying my university tuition, which was Very, very expensive. It was like $30,000 per year just for tuition, not including living costs. Okay, so pretty much over the past two to three years, I've been able to build up and create such a great investment portfolio because I've been able to create a very detailed plan for myself, and also to automate my finances. So this is something that I do with all of my students, and something that I do even for myself. So what I do is that I create a plan that tracks exactly how much money that I make, how much money that I spend, and exactly how much money I can save. And typically over the past uh, over the past two to three years, I had a savings rate of around 50 to 70%. So, you know, to make things simple, let's say if I was making $100,000, I would be saving around, um, so $100,000, I'd be saving around 50 to 60% of that money. And the reason why it's so, so important to have a savings rate in mind is because then you can automate your finances. Once I figured out that I was able to have a 50 to 60% savings rate, I was able to set up automations directly from my bank account, my checking bank account, directly into my savings or directly into my investment accounts. And that made sure that no matter what month it was, I was saving and investing 50 to 60% of my income. So that by the time two to three years later, I have a 100k investment portfolio it's as simple as that so i want to and the and it's so so important to be able to have this plan because it helps to guide your spending as well because when you look at your bank account and you see, let's say you're trying to make a big purchase. Let's say you're trying to, you know, buy a TV or like you're, you want to like renovate your kitchen or something. What people often do is that they look at their bank account. They're like, okay, I'm looking at my bank account and I have, you know, an extra $20,000 in there. And they're like, okay, I can afford to renovate the kitchen and I'm going to, you know, spend all this money. But the thing is, is that when you don't see that you have $20,000, when you only see that you have let's say $5,000 in your bank account, then you're less likely to actually go spending on things that you don't really need. And so the reason why I automated my finances is because I wanted to keep the money in my bank account extremely low. I wanted to keep the money in my bank account to only be able to cover the amount of monthly expenses that I had, to cover things like rent, um, food, groceries, eating out, and like entertainment, right? And any other money that I wanted to spend, let's say on like a new phone or like uh, to, yeah, just like on like clothing that I didn't really need. I didn't see that I had the money in my bank account to do so. So I wasn't doing those things. And that was kind of the way that I've been able to train my mind to spend less and save and invest more but it's like all subconscious right because like you don't even notice that you're able to do that so that's the first thing on how I've been able to build a 100k investment portfolio and now I want to give you a little bit of a breakdown of exactly how I've been able to build this so around $25,000 per year I Invested from my nine to five job. So over the past two to three years, I typically invested 2,500 from my nine to five job. So I currently work as a financial analyst at a fintech company, and I've been able to use the income, the salary that I got from this job in order to go directly into my investments. And this is one of the benefits of having a stable nine to five job, because that income is very predictable. Especially if you're salaried, if you're not on hourly, it's like you can expect a clear amount of money into your bank account every single week or every other week. And that way, it's really easy to set up those automated transfers. The second way that I've been able to build a 100K investment portfolio was due to my business due to this coaching business that I created for myself. I first started this business back in 2020, uh, right during COVID. <laughs> it was like March of 2020. And I was like having an existential crisis where I'm like, I want to help people. I want to do something that I'm passionate about. And I also want to create another source of income. So from this business, I've been able to not only help people, but also make money from it. By providing value to people, I've been able to also get paid for it because people are willing to pay for a good service. So, typically from my business over the past two to three years, I invested ten to fifteen thousand dollars into this investment portfolio. And the reason why it was a little bit lower than the total amount of money that I made from the business is because. A lot of the money that I made from the business, I wanted to reinvest it into the business. I wanted, instead of putting it into like a stock portfolio or an investment portfolio, I wanted to invest that money back into the business, into the programs, into the coaches that I hire for myself, into better training so that I can help my clients get better results, I wanted to invest in the growth of the business rather than in my investment portfolio, which is the reason why I only invested around 10 to $15,000 of the business income in my investment portfolio because I was focused more so on the growth of the business instead. Okay, and the third way that I was able to create this investment portfolio is that It was actually due to the growth of the investments itself. So around five to ten thousand dollars over the past two to three years is due to the growth of the investments, whether that's through the the value of the investments or the passive income generated from the investments. So around five to ten thousand dollars. And the reason why it's a range is because the value of the of the investments is constantly changing right if you're investing your money the right way your investment portfolio the value of it is going to fluctuate and that is a 100% normal thing on average I would say my investment portfolio is around 100k but it ranges every from everything from like nine or ninety five thousand K to all the way to hundred and five K so it does fluctuate and I want to say that it's a normal thing for your investment portfolio to be fluctuating. Um and if you're investing in the right things, things that are there for growth and thing and investments that are going to give you a greater return, your the greater risk or the greater amount of stocks and investments that you have that are going to grow, the more your investment portfolio is going to fluctuate. So I do want to say that. Okay, so this is my investment for portfolio. So just to recap around, there is three ways that I created this income, this investment portfolio. The first way was through my nine to five job where I Allocated around twenty five hundred or twenty five thousand per year. The second was through my business, where I was able to allocate around ten to ten to fifteen thousand dollars per year into the investment portfolio. And the third one is through the actual growth of the investments, around five thousand to ten thousand dollars. And now I want to share about what this investment portfolio actually consists of. So I have this large sum of money, this $100,000, and the way that I split it up is very based on how I wanted to use the investment portfolio. For example, if let's say you want to save up for an investment portfolio for a down payment for your house, that's going to look very different from the way that I'm doing it. Because I'm creating this investment portfolio so that I can have passive income on a monthly basis and the growth of the portfolio. And the investments and the things that I'm going to have in this portfolio is going to look completely different from someone who would, let's say, want to be able to use this to buy a house in the next year or so. So I do want to say that. So the way that I structured this $100,000 portfolio was that... 50% 50% of this money is in passive investments, and then 50% of it is in active investments. So 50000 passive, another 50000 in active. And passive investments are things it, like ETFs, like exchange traded funds, which are typically investments that track the stock market. And the reason why it's called passive investments is because it doesn't require a lot of time or analysis in order to invest in these things. So how I do my passive investments is that, and this is the main strategy that I teach all of my students, that passive investing really only needs to take around one to two hours per month in order to do And the typical average rate of return that you can assume is around seven to 8% per year using passive investing. And the reason why I have 50% into passive investing is because it's a really easy way and it's a relatively low risk way for me to be able to build and generate an investment portfolio. When it comes to passive investing, It's also a lot less risky and time consuming, especially during these times when the financial markets are like super volatile. It's like, like the stock market is like constantly going up and down. We are in unprecedented financial times. It, it, it can be very nerve wracking to be investing in very risky things and in in, an, in, and in a way that's not passive investing. So that's the reason why I still like to have 50% of my portfolio in passive investments because it's really easy to do. I can assume that I'm getting a 7 to 8% rate of return per year, and it's. I also know that it's for the long term. So not every year you're going to get 7 to 8% rate of return, but over the long term, this is the average that you can expect. So the other way, 50% of my portfolio is also in active investments, and what I mean by this is that I also have a stock options trading strategy through my investments. And I'm not going to go into complete detail of what this actually is, if you guys want to learn more about it, feel free to shoot me a DM, or I also created a podcast episode about stock options trading, so feel free to check it out over there on my podcast but I do a stock options trading strategy, which is definitely a lot higher risk than passive investing. So I think when people think about investing, they think it's risky, but because I have mastered passive investing, I can take a lot more risk. And because I can take a lot more risk when it comes to passive investing, that means I can get a higher and greater return. So the thing is, when it comes to stock options trading, this is like way, way ri- riskier and it's a lot more volatile than passive investing. Stock options trading is when you are investing in individual companies. And instead of buying, let's say one stock of Apple, you're actually buying in quantities of a hundred. So let's say Apple is like a hundred dollars. In order to do stock options trading on Apple, you would have to buy a hundred shares of Apple, which would be at least minimum $10,000 per trade. So because the, you're dealing with a lot higher value dollars and value amounts, it feels a lot more riskier, especially when you have a smaller portfolio, such as like my little $50,000 portfolio. But the reason why I wanted to do stock options trading is because with this strategy, I can generate typically around a 1% to 2% rate of return per month. So that means if it's a $50,000 portfolio, I can generate around a, a $500 to $1,000 per month. And because this is the reason why I wanted the stock op my investment portfolio to create another source of income for myself. This is how I structured it. The, I guess like one of the key lessons is that you have to be very clear as to why you want this money and what you're going to do with it. Because as I said before, let's say you're trying to depending on your goal, you're going to invest in different things. If you're planning to buy a house, with this investment portfolio, you probably don't wanna do stock options trading because that's going to be way too volatile for you. Or let's say you want to use this money to save up for retirement and you're, you know, let's say you're in your 50s and you're ready to retire soon. You also probably don't wanna be taking that much risk when you're so close to your goal. And this is the reason why it's so important to not just take Gen generic general advice from people because everyone's situation is completely different. Everyone has different goals. Everyone ha- one has a different lifestyle that they want to create for themselves. And it's so important to learn how to use money in a way where you can create that for yourself, where you can, where you know how to use and manipulate your money to create that lifestyle for yourself. And that's something that I've been able to do for myself. I've been able to create this $100,000 portfolio in a way, structure it in a way that allows me to travel, that allows me to work on my business, that gives me another source of income. And this is something that I help my students do as well help them create their money and manipulate their money in a way that allows them to create whatever they want, whether that's to buy a house, retire early, or even travel and have more freedom as well. Okay, so this is the breakdown of my $100,000 investment portfolio. I'm going to share with you some three lessons that I learned from this experience. So the first thing is the importance of mindset. After working with a lot of students and teaching them and helping them learn about investing, one of the most common things that prevent people from actually investing is their mindset. And what I mean by mindset is that it's their thoughts about investing. What I, I want you to reflect. And when I say the word investing or investing your money, what thoughts actually come to your mind? Do you say things like, oh, investing isn't for me? Or, oh, like, I'm not going to invest my money. That's something for only rich people do. Or, you know, I'm really scared to invest because investing is risky. So these are the common thoughts and phrases that I used to tell myself. And I see a lot of my students tell themselves these things as well. And the thing is, is that these thoughts and these feelings about investing actually prevents you from investing your money. Because if you are inherently scared to invest, you think that it's risky, that you think that investing is only something rich people do, then that means you are going to be less and more reluctant to actually participate in this activity. You'll be less likely to want to learn about it. Uh, One of my students, she had these thoughts about herself Uh, about investing she was like you know investing is only rich something rich people do and i'm not a rich person so i shouldn't be investing my money and when she was learning about investing she would just like the information would come in and then the information would just go out she wasn't retaining any of the information because she was constantly telling herself oh like this is too complicated i was never good at math this is like you know this is beyond me And by focusing on her mindset, by focusing on, okay, what are the stories that you tell yourself about investing, and are those true? And once we changed her thoughts and her feelings about investing, investing came so much easier to her. She was like, oh my gosh, like, investing is actually really simple. Like, you actually only need to spend one to two hours per month to actually invest. (laughs) It can be as simple as that. And when she learned this, then investing came so much easier to her. And it was the same way for me as well. And I think uh, when I first started investing, it was back in 2019. I, you know, although I did take accounting and finance, in school, and university, you'd be surprised that they actually don't really teach you about personal finance. They don't teach you about personal investing. They teach you about corporate investing and how to, you know, make money through corporations and all of these fancy things. But when it came to, okay, what should I do for my personal finances or um, for the goals that I want to create, I had to self-teach myself this. And... I had to read like dozens and dozens of personal finance books and do my own experimentation to learn how to do this. But by doing that, I was able to actually shift my mindset to be like, okay, investing is something that I'm going to learn something that I'm going to, to take time to actually learn. Okay. I have a question from Ming. So how can I start? What tools are out there? So, I would say if you want to get started with investing, there are lots of resources out there. There's YouTube, there's podcasts, there's many different resources out there where you can learn about investing. But at the same time, there is like an abundant amount of res- re- like information and resources out there where it, it actually becomes difficult to source what is applicable to you and what is not applicable to you and I think that's really the struggle that most of us face these days is that you know in the past we would faced a problem of lack of information like we you know it, before the internet it's like you have to ask your friends or your family and if they didn't know then you're kind of out of luck but these days we have an excess amount of information. We have internet, we have influencers, we have coaches, we have our friends and family's opinions. And there are, there's so much information out there. I would say if you want to get started, start doing some research on your own. And by doing some research on your own, you'll eventually begin to learn how to navigate The information in a way, in a way, and then start to actually apply that information towards yourself. I think that is probably the best way to start. And if you do want to work with a coach, one of the benefits of working with a coach is that they can actually tell you specifically what you should do for your specific situation. But it's always easiest and best to work with a coach when you have a relatively base level of understanding. If you kind of go to the coach and you didn't do any homework, you don't know anything, then you have to start from scratch. But if you already have the research, if you already started to learn and you are open to learning and this is something that you want to learn about, then working with a coach is going to be so much more faster, so much more efficient because you already did half of the work and now it's just taking you the rest of the way. In terms of tools out there, yes, I think like there's like YouTube. There's there's definitely a lot of personal finance podcasts. I would say if you're in Canada specifically, work look for resources that are made for Canadians because the investing environment is a bit different uh, from the U.S. and from other places as well. So the second skill and second lesson that I learned from this experience is that investing is a skill. And just like with any skill, the more time and energy that you put into the skill, the better results you will get. So, for example, let's take a look at swimming. Swimming is a skill. And there are beginner swimmers, there are intermediate swimmers, and there's also expert swimmers. Now, if you're a beginner swimmer, you might be someone who like can't swim at all. You're just like flailing in the water. And... The results of that is that you aren't going to be able to swim, but let's say if you put time and energy to learn how to swim, you take swimming lessons, you practice on your own time, and eventually you become a great swimmer, then that means you get to use this skill and you get to, let's say, swim across the ocean, or I recently went to Hawaii and I was able to do things like scuba diving and snorkeling and doing all of these fun swimming activities. because. I know the skill of swimming. And investing is the exact same way. The way that I like to share investing is that passive investing is kind of like the basic level of investing. And the reason why it's kind of the basic skill is because it is easy, it is the least time consuming, and it is also less volatile compared to other investing strategies so that's the reason why for my students i always get them to start off with passive investing because it's the easiest way to get started for beginners but when and if you master passive investing such as myself i was like okay passive investing is easy i can do this in my sleep and I want something more challenging, then that was when I decided to hire an investing coach. I spent around $8,000 to hire an investing coach to learn how to do stock options trading. And when I learned the skills of actually how to do stock options trading, that heightened the returns that I could get. So with passive investing, as I talked about before, your typical rate of return that you can assume per year is around seven to eight percent. But with stock options trading, it is is two one to two percent per year. Sorry, one to two percent per month, which is significantly higher than that seven percent per year. But the thing is, is that it takes a lot more time. It takes a lot more energy for me to cultivate the skill to learn how to invest. But if you want better and greater results from your investing, then you need to be able to spend more time and energy to cultivate that skill. Okay, I have a question from Edward. So how do you determine the percent of monthly income you should be investing? Very, very good question. So (laughs) the thing is, is that this is going to be very different from everyone else, but I can kind of walk you through on how I would, uh, figure this number out with my students so the thing is is that we are investing for a specific purpose right like some people are investing for being able to buy a house some people are investing so that they can have passive income some people are investing for retirement and the amount of money that you're investing and the things that you invest in is going to vary very differently based on your goals So the first thing I would say is that you need to be very, very clear on your financial goals. Why are you investing and exactly how much do you need in order to achieve those goals? I would list out all of your goals, how much it's going to cost, and when you want to achieve it. The second thing that you need to do to determine your monthly income on how much you should be investing is that you need to figure out how much money that you're, you're making, how much money that you're spending, and how much money is left over. So this is this is called your cash flow. Your inflows is money that's coming in, and outflows is money that's coming out. And the difference is the amount of cash that is remaining. So let's say every month you make around $2,000, and every month you have $1,000 of expenses. That means $2,000 minus $1,000 is your cash flow. So once you figure out, okay, I have $1,000 of cash flow every single month, then you get to figure out, okay, how do you want to split this $1,000? Do you want to put 20% into buying a house? Do you want to put 20% into retirement? Do you want to put 20% into maybe you want to spend it on like a nice vacation, right? That's going to really vary based on your specific goals and the specific lifestyle that you want for yourself. But once you have all of these numbers laid out, then you can really figure out, okay, how much do I want to be putting into this house? Or how much do I want to be investing? And this is the, you know, the magical number that I call it. Because once you figure out this magical number, let's say you figure out, okay, I want to be investing $500 per month, then that's when you can start to automate things. And when you automate things, that's when you make your financial goals inevitable. That's when you can be like, okay, I'm investing $500 every single month. And that means in XYZ years and five years and three years, I'm going to be able to hit my goal. And that's the beauty of having a financial plan of having a clear purpose with investing. Hope that answered your question, Edward. Let me know if you have any follow up questions with that. Um, but thank you for your question. That was that was a very good question. Okay, so the third lesson from this experience, from creating a hundred thousand dollar portfolio, is to is that investing will not solve all your problems. I talked about this before, but. In my journey of creating $100,000 within two to three years, I didn't create this just from working, just from trying to invest my money. As you probably could tell, my investments only grew around five to $10,000 within these two to three years. And the thing is is that that is actually not a lot of money if you think about it, right? So. The reason why I've been able to create such a big result in a short amount of time is because I didn't rely just on investing instead of focusing on investing. I actually focused on how can I make more money? And that's the reason why part of the reason why I started a business where I can create another source of income to fund my investment portfolio. So, the reason why I've been able to create such a large portfolio in a short amount of time is because I had my nine to five job and my business income and the growth of the investments. All three of them working together to create this portfolio. If I only relied on investing, then I definitely would not have a $100,000 portfolio today. And the thing is, is that When it comes to having mastery over your money, I like to break it down into three main skills. The first skill is making money. You need to know how to make money before you invest it. Because if you don't make money, then you won't have any money to invest. And the second skill is saving money. You have to know how to save money to invest it. If you are spending all of the money that you make, then there's not going to be any money left over to invest. And the third skill is investing. You have to learn the skill of actually how to invest. For example, the question that Edward had, that is part of learning how to invest, figuring out exactly how much money that you should be investing. That is part of learning and developing the skill of investing. And this is one of the reasons why I actually do not have a sole investing program. I know a lot of financial coaches and a lot of people who literally just teach investing. They teach you how to invest in the stock market, and that's what they do. But I knew that I didn't want to do this because after coaching students for the past two to three years, I noticed that when I focused only on investing, when I focused only on teaching people how to invest their money, it didn't help a lot of people. Because a lot of people don't need help with investing. A lot of people actually need help with the first two skills first. They need, for example, one of my students, she was living paycheck to paycheck, and she was like, okay, I think investing is going to really help me. And it's like, no. Because if you're living paycheck to paycheck, you're spending the same amount of money that you're making, then you're not going to have any money left over to actually invest. So actually learning how to invest your money is not a very useful or good use of your time. So instead of focusing on how to invest her money, we focus on how can she increase her income? How can she increase her income so that she can save more? And when she saves more, she can invest more. Another example is that some people actually don't need help with making money and they actually need help with saving money, right? Uh, There are people who have a hundred. like one of my students, he was a doctor. He was literally making $400,000 per year. And at the end of the day, he had $0 in savings. And the reason for this was because he was buying lots of luxury goods. He was getting Uber Eats almost every single day. And for this reason, although he was making a ton of money, he was not able to save any of it. And so for him, although he was like, maybe I should be investing my money, maybe investing will solve all of this problems, it's like, no. Investing isn't going to solve your problem because what you're really struggling with is savings. So by creating him a clear budget and a budget that Fit his lifestyle, we were able to, he was able to save a lot more money every single month. And from there, then he was able to learn how to invest his money so that he can save for goals like retirement, uh, save for goals, like buying his first home. And this is the reason why I do not create a sole program focused on investing, because if I did, then it wouldn't be able to help like I would say 80% of the people because in order to make the best use of investing, you have to master the first two skills first. You have to know how to make money and you also know how to, you have to know how to save it. And only then when you master those two skills, then that is a really great time for you to learn how to invest your money so that you can exponentially grow your results. And this is what I learned from this experience. If I focused only on investing and didn't focus on how to make more money, how to start a business, how to save that money, then I wouldn't be able to create this amazing result that I created today. And so if you're someone who actually wants to learn how to invest your money and also how to make it and save it, then i would i would encourage you to come join my private coaching program where i show you exactly how to have mastery over your money and also create the lifestyle that you want for yourself we're not investing we're not learning how to manage our money just to have a lot of money we're creating we're learning how to manage our money so that we can create the lifestyles that we want the travel the freedom the independence of having your own home this is the reason why we're learning how to manage and use and master our money. And so, if you want help with this, come join my private coaching program. It is for 12 weeks and we focus on the three skills of how to make, save, and invest your money. And if you want to apply, feel free to shoot me a DM over here on my Instagram at Michael Lee Kim, or you can book a free one hour consult call with me where we can chat more about your financial situation as well as what specific things that you're struggling with and how we can work together to help you get to what you want. Anyways, that is it for today, guys. Thank you all for your questions. It was really, really great. I will be doing these Instagram Lives every single week at 8 o'clock p.m. Tuesday EST. So if if you want to learn more about personal finance, make sure to tune in. I'll also be asking you what sort of topics that you want me to talk about on my Instagram. So if you're not following following me there, then make sure to be following me at Michael Lee Kim and also vote on which topics that you want so I can talk about what you guys actually need help with. That's it for today, guys, and have a great rest of your day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Mastery Over Money podcast. If you found any value with this episode, share this episode with a friend who needs to hear this message. Also, if you want to share your appreciation for this podcast, feel free to give it a review on Apple Podcasts as this helps me reach and help more young professionals such as yourself. That's it for today and I'll chat with you next week.